Hello and welcome to On the Drive Home. This is Jeremiah. And Katie. And this is a On the Stay Home this week. We just watched the new Warner Herzog documentary, Lo and Behold, uh, Reveries of the Connected World. Yes. And it was about the internets. Dun dun dun. And it touched on the future at the end. Yeah. But so, it, internet. Uh, yeah. Friend or foe? That's right. <laughs> I think it's an enemy. I think it's our best friend in the whole world. It keeps it keeps me comforted. <laughs> it keeps me comforted. Makes me feel safe. Um, no, it was a really interesting documentary. Um, thoughts? I liked it. Um, but I, I think I had some preconceived notions. Like I sort of thought it was going to talk more about the future mm-hmm. of robots and artificial intelligence. It touched on it. But I thought it'd be more like, hey, this is where we're going with this. this. Is what we're thinking about doing? Maybe more medical stuff. Maybe with humans and I don't know. Um, I thought it would touch more on future stuff than just present day stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it primarily was almost like a time capsule where they're just yeah. sort of uh, talking about where the internet started, mm-hmm. uh, some 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 of the players in it. Um, I don't know. Like, there's 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 parts of it that were really interesting to me. Like when they were talking about to that guy that seemed like he was some sort of government contractor or worker worker talking about uh, uh, Titan Rain is what it was called, but it seemed like it was a facility that was that holds you know nuclear weapons, all sorts of different things like that, and they were essentially attacked, like a cyber attack. Um, they didn't say exactly what that meant, you know the the ramifications of it or anything like that. Just that you know there was an attack attempt and. Mm-hmm. them and how they were trying to track down who was doing it and like that stuff i find really really interesting yeah because that's that's a world that there's not too much uh i, I don't I, at least i don't see a lot of news related to it right um so that was really interesting but then other stuff it seemed kind of silly to me like they they had especially in the beginning they were talking about a couple of uh uh, some guy that that basically he just seemed like he was just too smart for this world in his own mind, where he was talking about when he was a five year old developing theories of life and all this stuff, and it's like why well, why is that's well that's cool I didn't mind that but it's more like how he was trying to find patterns and links, but with the he, Bible or there was something he wasn't like related to anything else in this documentary like they could yeah. have taken that out and it would have been yeah I didn't I, I, I didn't get how that was related with the internet but um well at least. When he was trying to find links with the Bible, I'm assuming he was looking well, at see, stuff on the was, internet I, and trying I think, to find it I think poorly. that all of that stuff was was very unclear on exactly yeah. what was going on. Yeah, I didn't really get that part either. Actually, the first the first 30 minutes of the documentary, I think, like was really unclear of what what direction they were going with and why they were showing us certain things. And some things they just like jumped right in and like had people talking about without giving like, okay, this is this person, this is why we're hearing from them yeah but then it got better as it went on yeah totally but the beauty of warner um Her- i always say his last name wrong Hersh- herzog herzog the beauty of of what he does with his filming is you know you might think the guy's crazy but there's no judging yeah you know and it's like okay this is what he does this is how he does it and you know you decide for yourself and um, it's not like they make him look out to be crazy because he did seem kind of crazy but they didn't make it out to be that way and another thing was um, 
was the top of the people that are afraid of radio waves yeah and stuff like that cellular mm-hmm. uh phone towers right wi-fi and, signals things like you that. you know and that that's kind of interesting too because again there was no judging you know it was i think he's just trying to show all aspects like the positives the negatives maybe a little bit where we're going into the future where we are in today's present age with it what can happen with it what can't happen with it um, I think he was trying to do almost too much mm-hmm. in one documentary, but at the same time, I, I didn't like. I, I liked it. I yeah. didn't like hate it. Um, one thing I thought was really interesting, though, was the rehab center. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but, but the internet. Well, yeah. it, I, the, they interviewed people that were like kind of addicted to video games, but it or it's, internet it's, basically. It's a clinic yeah. as well for people that are just addicted to the internet, or I imagine any kind of personal computer device mm-hmm. kind of situation and what i thought was really interesting was it's like i we all we all hear about it but i didn't think there was actual clinics but you know we all hear about that yeah the loser guy that lives in his mom's basement and doesn't yeah. move for days or whatever and you know of course it's like yeah that's just who he is but you don't think like wow maybe that is an actual problem you know and maybe and they have clinics to help mm-hmm. these people um my father told me of an article he read about kids in china that are so glued to computers and this that they actually made up a word for it. I forget the word, but it's an actual psychological syndrome that a lot of children are suffering from lack of socializing with other mm-hmm. people because they're so glued to the games and the internet. Yeah. And it's an actual like problem that they have in their society. Yeah, it's really big in yeah. South Korea and, and parts mm-hmm. of China. But so, yeah, they that they just they live in that. And they kinda touched on that a little bit, a in, little this, bit. in this documentary as well. Yeah. But not as much as I would have liked. Yeah, I think I would I would like to see that too, because you know, the internet's a wonderful thing that we have but at the same time it can be abused like anything. Yeah. And, you know, so how is it abused? You know, what are people doing? I think that would be kinda of fun to watch a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. But then that would made this hour and a half documentary like probably three hours yeah. long. You know, there's only so much you can do, I guess. But you, know? you touched on it about uh, Warner's not judging people. I think yeah. that's kind of the strength of, of his films in general is mm-hmm. that uh, he just kind of goes in and, and, and just shows people stories and he yeah. does it without any kind of like uh, uh, judgment, Jud- yeah, yeah, for lack of a better word. Um, and I think that this one, he actually talked a lot more during his interviews than I've seen in any of his other movies, which I really didn't like. Oh, really? Like, I, when I he would, like, make his much. little comments, like, when he's talking to uh, Elon Musk, and Elon Musk is, like, sitting there talking about, you know, well, here's here's the obstacles, you know, to get to Mars. We really are having trouble finding people that will actually do it. And then he, like, interrupts him, and he's like, well, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, and, and you could tell on Elon Musk's, like, expression of basically, like, you have no idea what you're actually talking about right now. Right, right. Like, the... Right. Like, just, just your age is going to be is gonna be a massive barrier. I mean, like, I think it's fun to say, yeah, I'll go. I mean, I say that now, but, you know, but do you really understand? The gravity of that decision exactly. is, is, is a lot more difficult to comprehend. I mean, I believe we can all adapt to our surroundings. If things change, we can all adapt to it. But that is like a total three sixty. That's a place where we're not able to adapt. Like yeah, we're not physically. Yeah. yeah, we're not really supposed to. We're, right? we're able to adapt to yeah. here. Um, you, you're living in like basically a, pla- a plastic bubble or whatever. You can't breathe the air out there. Yeah, it's you in, know insanely and, cold. That's one thing yeah. that is always funny. Anytime people are like, we need to we need to colonize Mars, and it's like, Antarctica is 
inhabitable by humans and we still have like scientists going there to do stuff that makes sense but no one's like packing up being like i'm tired of this country yeah. i'm gonna move to antarctica nobody does that so well, the idea yeah, that they're exactly. gonna be okay in mars yeah as opposed to the north or south pole it's like no i mean that's... i think it's a wonderful idea and i think it fascinates people you know but the the actual reality of it happening yeah like i know i couldn't live in antarctica i would hate it that'd be like my personal hell it yeah. really would because i don't like it cold Katie does not like the cold i do not and um and you know and i'm sure mars is I don't know how cold Mars is. Mars is super freezing. But, but yeah, it was so far away from the sun compared to Earth. Yeah. You know, so I imagine it'd be colder. So it's like, if I don't like Antarctica... And plus and, there's no atmosphere there. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm probably going to... I would probably hate it. I wouldn't mind maybe going there and put my footstep on it and like, wow, you know, and experiencing space travel. But when it comes to actually living and staying there, I, I don't know if I would really like that or not. I don't know. Um, you would hate it. I'm there's, so there's spoiled. There's no question. But let's let's move yeah. back to the documentary. Let's not yeah. talk about. No, you're right. But going I mean, to Mars. Like I said, well, that's a fun thing about some of this stuff. Like you know, everyone thinks it's such great ideas, but sometimes I think reality kind of smacks you a little bit. With like they have like the neat robots and stuff like that. Like, but is it good? Of you course, know? robots are good. Well, I mean, no, think about it. I mean, is it good or is it or is it kind of a little bit scary? I don't think it's scary. Well, you never know. Like, I mean, when you actually have a robot thinking for itself, I mean, is it going to want to start doing things for people? What the robot's like, no, I want to go do this instead. When it actually starts developing a personality and thoughts and dreams I, I, and desires. I think that all of that is a bunch of poppycock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... I mean, to me, that's the equivalent of saying, like, my toaster is starting to have feelings for me. It's like, Maybe. no. Well, I don't know. I mean, no, I mean, it doesn't work like if that. If we're teaching them how... That's what if they're teaching it to be human and humans. But that's just have... it. Is is we're teaching, we're trying to to create things that are able to think for themselves. But the the idea of thinking is such a completely different thing. Like it's, it's it's a totally different realm. And I think it it goes to a lot of the what's what's it called when you when you look at an animal and you give them human characteristics. Anthropo oh, you're personalizing anthropo it? Anthropomorphize or yeah, something like that. Like that yeah. We're doing that with machines anytime that we're talking about artificial intelligence. Well, maybe, and, yeah. And it's, and in my opinion, is completely ridiculous. But in my thoughts, and maybe I'm totally wrong because I don't know about much about this stuff like you do probably, but um, how I look at it is like it's almost an evolution process. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll just teach a robot how to think, but then robots build on top of that, and then mm -hmm. it builds and builds and builds. Yes. And kind of like how we did. We started out as, like, primitive, you know, animals just looking for food, you know, and then we evolved and moved but on. But see, you're already, you're already saying that machines are like people. Well, I'm just saying not. that, well, they're changing is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And so what's to say that it wouldn't, that it wouldn't build thoughts on top of other thoughts um, well, and start wondering, hey, wait a minute, why am I here? What, what am I? You know, what, what, what's to stop a robot from thinking that if you teach it to think, oh, I better walk around this wall. Oh, I better not hurt this person. You know, what's, I'm just saying, what's to stop it from evolving from those simple thoughts? And that's the same thing that happened with humans. We, we evolved from very simple thoughts of most fine food, most fine food, you know, and then we uh -huh. evolved from that and build up more complex thoughts on top of it. It's just that's just my thought. Yeah. And it would take years though, like thousands of years. But what's to say it w it couldn't happen? Yeah. I'm not gonna say that that nothing that that certain things are not possible to happen, but right. I I am definitely in the camp of it's it it's not going to happen. Like I I, I, yeah. I I find I find the idea that machines are gonna start becoming self-aware in the sense that humans become self-aware and 
And then, you know, the next logical step that a lot of people make is like, oh, and then they're going to take care of their kill humans and do all this stuff. Like, well, I, yeah. all of that stuff, I just, I'm not gonna say to me, to me, humans, it is so yeah. far-fetched. It is so beyond, like, the idea that a lot of times, like, think about when, when people worshipped, you know, like Zeus, Apollo, things like that. They would always, like, come up with, like, these really human traits for these gods. Yeah. And it's like, do you really think if there is a god that it's going to be, like this vengeful God that's like upset about all of these like insignificant events. It's like, uh, to me, to me, it seems really silly. And it, the extension for me is that the machines, like we are putting all of these human characteristics on machines. But what's to say that we don't make them to be that way for companionship? Like the guy was saying, like what's wrong with maybe having a robot for a companion and a friend? Oh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with yeah, that. And, and so we would have to give it human characteristics to make it that way, to make it personable to talk with you. Kind of well, reminds me of that movie Her. Kind of yeah. goes back to that movie. But I think that the idea that that you can you can simulate human characteristics, to me that's different than actually having human characteristics. Right. And that's what and that's I think that was very well done with that that her movie. Like yeah. she was programmed to say and be certain ways to certain people, but did she actually have feelings? Yeah, she started she, learning no. and, and all of the other uh, operating systems, they all started learning right. and Doing all sorts of stuff. That was a good a, movie. Actually, that was a really good movie. Yeah, too. I recommend was, that one. Yeah, highly recommend. Um, but I, I, I couldn't help but think about her while I was watching this documentary a little bit with yeah. like robots and um, computer relationships and stuff like that. You know, it'll be interesting to see. That's for sure. So here's my question, Maya. So do you think the internet is a blessing or a curse? Oh my gosh, it's a total blessing. Yeah, but I mean, do you, do you think maybe the problems with it is like? Like he kind of brought well, the there's movie. problems with everything. Like law yeah. really hasn't caught up with it. It's going so fast that the law really hasn't and stuff like that. Yeah, and and in, in my in my, I the, in my opinion, it's it you. I would rather the law be slow to govern things like the internet. I think that it's 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 set up intrinsically to be slow so that it can't rush into things because when you rush into things, you you get you get laws that don't make sense. Right. Um, and I think that that's a very good thing is that like, yeah, I understand that there's scary sections out there. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that it's something that should be given a lot of thought and a lot of care and, and the idea of politicians of their own accord coming up with laws to govern things like technology, that kind of scares me because I think that they need to have a, a intricate knowledge of, the internet of computers and how they work um before they before they write any laws because laws are like i mean it's it's like it's like building a wall you you put down a brick and then every other brick is built upon the bricks that are already there so i don't want somebody to come out and be like okay well now this activity on the internet is restricted because that's it's essentially set in stone from that point you can mm -hmm. make exceptions and those would be the bricks on top of it but i think it's good that we that we See, re yeah. have reserve. See, I don't know if I really agree with that because I know there's been some huge controversies in the medical field with like certain uses of people's body parts and stuff like that. But like the but and also with scientific engineering, mm -hmm. that the law has not caught up with. You know that it might be a little bit controversial and stuff what do you like mean? that. I, I think I've heard stories like. Um, doctors like you know some woman want to throw away the placenta right after yeah. giving birth or something well they're like oh okay well they're just throwing away we can use this for other stuff you know uh -huh. and technically that's her body part without permission but there's no like i guess there's sometimes there's no laws 
you know, in some ways protecting like certain research that you're doing with certain discarded stuff with the body. So I you're guess. saying that that Maybe. the problem is wrong. that there is no law no, saying I'm, that well, the I'm, hospital can't do. No, 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 what no. I guess no. I'm I'm really really um, putting my foot in my mouth here. No, what I'm saying is I feel like with genetic research and testing and some things in the medical field mm-hmm. that the law has not caught up with yet. Is it right? Now, what do you mean? What do you mean the law hasn't caught up with and it's not well, like right? For, for like genetic testing and, or like for genetic stuff, like, you know, making your own baby, making your own human or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it ethically right or wrong? Well, you know? that's and, that's just it. They've already had like, like with, they even did it with cloning and things like that where they immediately came out of the bat. Like after the, the sheep got cloned, they right. were like, okay, America's making this illegal. It's like, th- that seems kind of harsh to just across the board say this is the path that we're going to choose. It's like, you should have an element of, of reserve. You should examine it closely, find out exactly what it, what it, what it could mean. Um, before you say like, okay, across the board, we need to just get rid of it. I think that, that, that is the problem. It's not the fact, I mean, you can make laws about anything, of course, but I, I think that the law should be slow to regulate, um, any kind of new technological advance. Because if, if you come out and you base like, they could have done the same thing with, like, the guy that, you know, figured out insulin, you know? Like, you could have been like, oh, no, 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 he got it from this source, and therefore we're going to make it illegal. It's like, well, maybe you should chill out just a little bit and see what happens. And then, yeah. boom, you find out that this is a I great medical I'm, advance. Yeah, I guess what I'm worried about is, like, um, the people that get hurt in between without something to protect them, I guess. It, or something does happen to someone and you know there was no nothing to protect them because there was no law like he used it an example in the movie lo and behold um i guess the pictures of their daughter that died in mm-hmm. a car wreck and the father was getting pictures of her decapitated head yeah you know but there was no law stating that they couldn't do that well no and here's the thing i do understand that that's terrible but at the same time, you don't want to come out and just be like, okay, it is now illegal to send offensive pictures to people on the internet. It's like that that overreach would well, be would be well, misused. That, that's just so my yet, point. I mean, like, you know, to prevent real emotional damage like that to people, that's what I'm saying. Maybe in a way law, the law should be kind of caught up. But, I mean, I don't. But again, I'm I'm pretty ignorant with this. I don't think I know everything that I'm talking about here, because I don't have a lot of examples and I don't have a lot of information. Um, They're tough questions. But they really and yeah, there's there no are. there's no right answer. No, there isn't. I, I just think of that like people getting hurt, um, and other people kind of getting away with nasty things. Yeah. And, and no, and no like one, credit card fraud. Yeah, just let you guys know I had credit card fraud. <laughs> <I did. laughs> Someone spent a thousand dollars on my debit card or something. Yeah. Luckily we caught. Well, luckily Capital One caught them in time. Thank you, Capital One. You're amazing. Yeah, really. Um, and you know it's so but funny. Yeah, there's like, there's no there's no like, I mean maybe maybe Capital One will pursue the criminal action, but right, who but knows? I don't, I don't think they are. They just re- gave me back my money, and I don't know if the guys are like, all right, that one didn't work. I'm going with the next one, you know. Yeah. And and that, that's just my question. It's like, you know, that's why we have laws so people don't do bad things. And if we don't have anything stopping people from doing bad things, a lot of more innocent people are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying um, I have I have the right answer. Like I agree with you in some ways about how, to, but. I do feel like, though, um, it's important for the law to kind of catch up, but this stuff is moving so 
fast. Uh-huh. It's almost impossible. But there should be some law about like of something like maybe harassment law or something. Getting pictures of your daughter after she's been decapitated is yeah. pretty severe. And the sad part is that person's like, "Ha, huh, I got away with it. What other kind of stuff can I do?" You, yeah. you know, and that's that's what bothers me. Is like if they don't if you don't stop someone from doing it first, what's to stop them from doing it again and again and again and hurting more people? Yeah, there's no punishment for, right. for bad actions. You know, and th- that's just my question with stuff like that. And I was trying to use the medical field. I thought I had a lot more examples in my head. Because I've heard some controversial stuff about, like, stem cell research and taking specimens from certain people and doing research with it without their permission, you know, and that kind of stuff. But they were able to get around it because legally there was no legal stuff with it. And, you know, I don't really have exact examples, but I've heard stories of it. Yeah. So. So, Kate, would you recommend, Mm -hmm. lo and behold... Warner, or I guess, excuse me, no, we're on the scale. We're no longer just recommending things. We're doing zero to five stars. I give it three. Katie gives, lo and behold, three stars. Three stars, yeah. It was good. I I would also give it three stars. Good, yeah. Not not Warner's best film, though. No. You know, I actually kind of like that one on Antarctica better. Yeah. Um, Like the Edge of the World, or what was was it called? I think it was. End of the World. Yeah, something something like that. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. There's really all these crazy, crazy people in Antarctica yeah. living there. And like I said, he doesn't judge them. There's just like this is their life and he just shows you what it is and some of them have really interesting lives. Some of them you could tell are just lost and don't know what to do and they just end up in Antarctica and but it's really neat to kind of watch how mm-hmm. they live down there, and I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, uh, Grizzly Man was good, and mm-hmm. then the the short one that he did that was like twenty minutes long oh, on texting li- and driving. Oh gosh, that one was so strong. Yeah, I recommend. Actually, um, we're we're pregnant, by the way, and we're gonna have a boy. And when he is of driving age, I want to show him that one. By then, I, I though, it'll be well, it'll be something. it'll be the the maybe. telekinetic test yeah, maybe. Texting <laughs> that they talked that. about in this movie. But I just feel like because I feel like all kids in driving school should watch that. Yeah. Seriously, because I, I think everybody should actually just everyone be, I mean, be forced to watch that. It's like a seriously powerful twenty-minute film. Yeah. About people that have lived after someone texted someone, what they suffer, who they were before, and then they got hit by the car and they lost like brain con- or. Uh, control of parts of their body or they lost parts of their brain and all because someone and they show the message always right after the crash and it was something like be there in a minute or love you just real inconsequential stuff yeah and because of that one message someone else's life was just ruined including well their life is ruined too like because they're they now have to live with the guilt that they did that right and i don't know like i said if if our when our son starts driving i want to make sure he sees that. I always want to make sure, like, my mom and dad see that. My sister. My sister's bad on texting and driving. And I, I just feel like everyone should see that because yeah. it is so important to see what, how much a car wreck can really affect not only the person but the family and the person that did it and how bad they feel. My idea is you that if it's, if it's important enough to text while you're driving it's important enough to stop your car pull off to the side of the road do your text and then get back on if it's not that important to like actually stop your car well then it's probably not that important at all no i had a friend who had to get the jaws of life to help her out of her car because some 16 year old girl was driving her mom and dad's suv and ran a red light and t-boned her teenage girls are the worst well they are i think with texting you yeah I'm not gonna say they're I'm just not. Being 
So. No, I'm not going to lie. I have seen so many little, like, teenage girls from driving around UNC and stuff like that, or here in Fort Collins, texting in their cars, swerving. I must want to just roll down my window and be like, stop it. Yeah. It's my, anyway, that's a whole other yeah. story. Okay. <laughs> so lo and behold. Yeah, lo and behold. Now sorry. on streaming sites. And don't sites. text and drive, all right? It's my <laughs> biggest pet peeve, all right? Just don't do it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But go, go, watch it. I think it was informative. Yeah. It was good. Later.